Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Espresso with Lan Lee. This is episode 26, Love is in the Air, for Lan Lee's. Why don't you guys stick around? Thank you for joining. Oh, what's up? Why? Ha! Oh, what's up? Oh, it's love in the air. Love in the air. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Espresso with me, your boy, Lenny. And this is a special, 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 special episode. No, it ain't that special, but it's coming out on today. At the time that you are listening to this, it is me and my wife's anniversary. Yep. Yep. Celebrating motherfucking love. You know, celebrating being together for we've been married since 2014. Um, So it's not quite our 10 year. We had nine for marriage, but we've been dating since 08. Um, We've been together since 08. Let's just say that long motherfucking time and a whole lot of. Ups and downs, roller coaster riding, you know. It has been a lot of ups and downs, and a lot of people uh, go through a lot of these things. And, you know, I see a lot of relationships nowadays that kind of seem like they will. Well, it just seems like a lot of people don't have the patience. And I get it. I mean, you know, we only got one life. But also, you know, when you're just constantly searching non-stop for something then you know i mean you're gonna keep searching because you haven't found or you think you haven't found what you want or you just have too many things that you think you want out of uh, another human being but once again we're all human ain't nobody perfect there has just there's definitely been times where you think uh, or I'm I'm sure anybody thinks who's in a um long term relationship, who goes down, uh, who you know has a a a bad time or you know a real real uh low time low point in their relationship, and I'm sure they think, well, what would it be like if I was with somebody else? But the reality is, nothing is gonna be the same, ever. Uh, who's to say something's going to be better? Who's to say it's going to be worse? You don't ever fucking know. But the whole thing is when you find somebody that you love or that you just having fun and you care about and things, you know what I mean? Just go with it. Just see what happens. Because I, <clears throat> I think that that's one reason why, uh, that's definitely a reason why we are together because I'm a talkative motherfucker. As you can see, you got the pod. <laughs> But I talk and I mean, this podcast, you would never know that I was that talkative because the podcast ain't even that long. I'll be watching. 
I've seen somebody else. They be having two hour podcasts. I mean, it's easy to stretch a podcast out that long anyway. If you got um, a whole bunch of people and like covering the news thoroughly or you just got a partner, you know what I mean? But I don't have a um, I don't have a sidekick, you know? Also, I I don't like to dwell way too long on um, too much bullshit. I, I say my piece and we move forward, you know? But uh, now I just forgot what the fuck I was saying about relationships. Anyway, um, I think I, I said that we were just, uh, you know, you, you give people a chance and you see what's going on. And I remember uh, me and my wife used to hang out a lot and. I didn't even want to be with her or really want to even pursue a relationship because when I had met her and she had started working at the job with me, I was already I had just stopped talking to another girl who I guess I just wasn't feeling like that. And that's the thing, man. I just I, I just react naturally. You know, the girl I was talking to before, I remember it was such a, a shock because I um I'm not the dude that go around and just I, I was never like super confident when it came to the girls. I was always I, I think I talked about this before where I said, you know, I was I was the friend zone dude thinking that that shit will work and it doesn't. But I would go to, uh you know, just doing regular things and, you know, thinking that you'd be so nice that you can do this or, you know. Damn, I had to yawn. That's crazy. Not even late right now. Um, <clears throat> So I uh, used to do all that shit and I would be uh, in the friend zone all the time. But one time the girl I was talking to before I met my wife, you know, we was at work and everything and. We had MySpace at the time, I think. MySpace was just now kind of fading away uh, in between uh, Facebook and all that. And I think I was just fucking, oh, no, 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 I might have asked her for her Facebook and MySpace. I did ask her for MySpace. I forgot because we still was using for MySpace. We still was using that shit. And I asked her for her MySpace and everything and... Then I was like, you might as well just write your number. And I was really just joking to see what happened. And she wrote it down. And I was like, oh, point for the confidence. And, of course, from there on, I took it there because, obviously, I was like, well, well, she obviously giving me some kind of shot. She gave me her fucking number. so, And giving the number was a big deal because at work, nowadays, everybody got everybody number. And it's just because of work, you know? So... If a motherfucker want to hang out and all that, uh, you know, but I started hanging with her and just her life was just in a just a different situation. When I met her, she was cool. We were hanging and, you know, I don't I don't even think we went on any major dates. It took me forever to even bring her around friends and we went out and did all this stuff and it was okay. But I remember we went this one major date, but. Her, right when I met her, her mom had passed away probably a year prior to me meeting her. So it was still pretty much fresh and, you know, it wasn't that long. 
and her dad also worked at the job in the kitchen. So, you know, he um that that just was her dad was cool, but you know, it was just a, one of them situations. We all fucking work together. He's gonna know our day. It just seemed like a bit much. And for my anxiety, I just didn't know if I wanted to deal with that. But needless to say, I still c- continued to see her and we talked and everything. And then, but that goes to show you that if you don't know that, <clears throat> you know, when you go with your gut feeling and everything, she texted me one day about three months into all this talking and dating and was like, what are we? Uh-uh. And that's when it all changes. Uh-huh. I sent her a text back and I said, just friends. And after that, she was like, you are a fucking bitch. Whoa. You just like the other dudes. And and what's crazy is that I never really, I, I kept trying to separate myself from that because when girls say the other dudes, I, I think of them as like, the guys who really just trying to talk to you for pussy or whatever, but I'm not, I didn't just hang around you for it. Or maybe I did unintentionally. I mean, I am just, it's just natural. Like I said, I go with my natural, whatever I was feeling, but even then I I don't like, I don't know. I just don't know. I didn't want to do, I I don't know. All I know is I just said just friends quickly because I guess I just wasn't feeling the whole thing. And then when I got well, my wife, she uh, other people were telling me that she was talking about me and all this stuff. And I'm just like, OK, so like what what does that have to do? Then they kept saying stuff. I I literally told them something about uh, dating white girls, too. I think I said something like I didn't want to. Um, I think I said some shit around the uh, lines of white girls are clingy or some shit like that. Racist. Which is just a fucking stereotypical bullshit. Not, remember, I'm like 22 at the time. 21, 22. So... That's what I said. Let's fast forward now. And there's just clingy girls sometimes. Or people are just like that. This goes both ways. Some people are clingy. And I don't know why clingy was a thing that uh, was uh, really, you know, goddamn alarm just went off. Uh, I don't know why clingy was like one of my uh, gripes or whatever, but. <laughs> I guess that was one of the things I didn't want. Don't want you to be clingy. You know why? Because one thing about me is that I still felt like I need to live life, which is why I probably am with my wife today, because overall, I still can just do what I want to do. And when I say that, I don't mean I just mean I don't have that stress of her um, constantly worried or blowing up my phone or just. I mean, of course he worries naturally, but you know what I mean? Um, I just still feel like I can uh, free think and live my life and, um, you know, just be. And I have the support for, you know, whatever endeavors and things I come up with. Uh, And, you know, when somebody knows you in and out like that, you can... um, you sometimes you feel like you can uh, move on, and I'm definitely a person who likes um, 
I guess relationships are just being like that because I just need the uh, for me. I sometimes I feel like I notice that I think I might just have the low self esteem and need someone else around uh, uh, for accountability. You know, I know I said a bunch of fucking words and jumbled it up, but whatever. But that's what it is. Anyway, our anniversary is today. Happy anniversary to us and more to come. Uh, No, we do not have kids now. And for those of the people who have begged us to have them, it's not like we weren't trying. And also, we just have been just playing it natural. So we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll be 50 when we have our first child. Don't know. But. That's what it is, and that's love. I was looking for a clip to put in for my love, but that's what it is, man. I hope everybody out there finds some shit. Lower your goddamn standards. No, 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 no. Have high standards, but don't, you know, a lot of y'all fucking up. Like, I think uh, uh, my wife actually just told me, too. She said my niece asked her once, uh did she care about dating somebody shorter than her or something like that? And she was just like, nah, because at the end of the day, it's like, uh, whatever. Like, what do you really want from somebody? You know, what do you really want out of somebody? Um, but anyway, let's, um, let's get to the motherfucking news. Should I do that? If I talk about shit like that or whatever, because I'm not a newscaster, but news and the biggest news for me is this bullshit. Boy, I lost my goddamn mind when I saw this video because, you know, I was like, wait a minute. We letting this happen right now. We're really sitting here watching this and just being like. We're just letting this happen. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about that. <laughs> the Dalai Lama. Yeah. An example of religion doing sick shit. So this motherfucker, Dalai Lama, apparently uh, had had the the child in, invited I don't remember exactly how it happened. I just know that the video I saw, child was on stage. He's over here trying to be, quote, playful, or is what they said, or some shit like that. He kissed the child directly on the lips. Don't know this kid. And then he tells the child to suck his tongue. What the fuck is going on when we just letting this shit go by like that? I really feel like people should be in, or at least religious people should be enraged. But if they're not enraged, then how much more of this shit is going on behind closed doors? That's the crazy part to me. Wow, y'all really let the Dalai Lama do that shit. <laughs> that shit's so wild. It's really wild. Like, it's gross. Super creepy. And even when so they try to explain it as this man is being playful and all this shit. And I start thinking about it. And I said, okay, you try to be playful when you're playful with kids. You do things that kids do basically a lot of times, uh, 
kids that age or however young that kid was, I don't know. He looked like he was like six or seven. But kids that age don't just go around kissing, okay? Maybe they did. Maybe they're hiding. I don't know. But I damn sure know that kids that age ain't going around sucking each other's tongues. What the fuck? I left a fucking comment on, a, on that video and put, huh? Man, what? Like, what the fuck is going on? That's a wild-ass video. That really is a wild-ass video. I don't like it. Hopefully, um, they don't let that one go by too much. But they're just going to let him. He's the Dalai Lama. Apparently, the Dalai Lama, a lot of people don't agree with a lot of shit that he says. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Uh, and speaking of a wild ass video, this is a, a video that I've been seeing pop up on the internet, um, or at least a meme. And they had said, um, <laughs> this is so hilarious to me though. You know, I never, I don't think I ever saw that, uh, Tupac movie or, uh, I think it's notorious that had, uh, Anthony Mackie as Tupac, but people constantly roast this shit and talk about how that's like the worst choice and I hadn't seen the movie, right? And so I'm just like, man, Anthony Mackie, he's a, he's a great actor, though. I don't understand why they thought that he was uh so bad or whatever. But <laughs> I think it's because <laughs> there's one scene where he's like, <laughs> I guess he goes, I'm Tupac. <laughs> And it just sounds so fucking unconvincing. And now I got to fucking find that goddamn scene. Because that shit is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. I think I found that shit. This is absolutely just, it's just gold. Yo, Pop, hey, can I get you to say a couple words for the camera? Man, fuck your camera. No, I'm fucking with you. Come on. <laughs> Hey, yo, check it out, motherfucker. I'm Tupac. I'm chilling here with my homeboy, the notorious B.I.G. on the scene. We about to take y'all motherfuckers by storm. Give them some. True that, true that. <laughs> that don't sound nothing like Tupac. <laughs> hey, when the last time y'all remember Tupac is like, hey, yo, check it. <laughs> I'm Tupac. <laughs> This man, man, and, oh man, a rare, a rare Anthony Mackie fail. He is a good person, but they fucked that role. <laughs> they uh, botched that uh, role. I'm sorry, but that's it. Still cracks me up. And um, I don't think I've seen any of the Tupac movies. The last dude, the last recent one. That came out with uh, that one guy who apparently I think was an unknown actor or whatever. And he looked really close to Tupac. I don't even know what the fuck happened to that movie. People was fucking dumb excited about that shit. And let me see if I can find that. Because I don't even remember what happened to that whole film. And I thought that was supposed to be the one. Was this all eyes on me? Yeah. 2017 I guess it came out 
And then it made, oh, it didn't do that good. $40 million budget, 40 to $45 million budget made $55 million. Barely. And it says received generally negative reviews. So how are these, you know what I don't understand sometimes about movies like this? How the fuck are these movies considered so bad by a lot of people when the accuracy of it is just, it's it's all here. Like, this is not stuff that happened 600 years ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> we got all the information. So I really just don't understand how they're not putting it, putting it, I said, put it, do it, do I really don't understand how they're not like putting it together um, the right way, but that's just that's mind blowing to me. But I maybe I'll watch that movie at some point. Still want to watch some other shit. Need to go see that Super Mario Mario. When we was younger, it used to be people around us be like Super Mario Brothers, you know, Super Mario Brothers. But yeah, I want to go see all the uh, movies and shit. But at the moment, I've been a little busy trying to get everything together for this 420 cookout, something I do every year, and I just take over Cohen Park, and uh, it's on a Thursday, so hopefully ain't nobody going to be at that park, and I'm going to have to be there early in the morning because I did not pay for the permit to rent it. Permit used to be 100 bucks, and then that shit went up to 350 and I was like, well, my ticket prices are not even high for this shit. So, what the fuck? But anyway, you know, I'm trying to put together. It's a cookout. I'm going to have the games and good food. Um, I got some crazy dishes. Um, We're going to put a little tweakage to some. Me and uh, one of the homies was doing some prep and stuff. And uh, some of it turned out good. Some of it turned out, you know. But I got to work on that. Uh, But overall... Everything should be really good. You know, we got the ribs, the wings, the all that shit, man. It's going to be fucking just, just fucking fire. You know, I can't wait. It'll be great. It will be great. Um, So hopefully some people come out and that's all we want, man, is support. You know, I told my wife, I said, we got to tell people why we throwing this, because honestly, this shit only started just because I like to cook for the homies. I like it, but that shit does does cost money. I don't even think I'm going to end up profiting off of this. And I really don't care about profiting off of it or not. It's really just to kind of get the name out there, because everything that I cook can be out there for the catering and all that shit, you know. And for those of the people who think that I stopped doing music I didn't. We're revamping. I got some shit, okay? Coming up with all kinds of shit. I always have ideas. I'm always working on things. But I got too many things that I fucking still just been putting to the side. I got a documentary I'm working on right now. That shit's going to be great. I mean, I just got it, guys. I mean, I'm out here. So, yeah, I'm um, I'm trying to get all that shit together right now and uh, hopefully um y'all get to see a bunch of new creativity from me you know um i know y'all saw that shit in the news lately about the tennessee and they expelled 
two of their uh, members who were black and kept the white woman, even though all three of them was supposed to be getting in trouble and all this shit. Then they reinstated him. Now they mad that people call them racist. And I'm like, this is just this whole country is just built off of uh, racism. And we know that. Right. And then, you know, good old trusty uh, Tiki Taki hit me with another little tidbit of information that I'm like, bro, I had no idea, but of course, of course. Check this one out. This right here is uh, talking about our three meals a day. Okay, maybe everyone but me knew this, but I just learned from the book I'm reading, I'll put it right here, um, that the three meals a day thing, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The book that she's reading is called Refusing Compulsory Se Sexuality, a black asexual lens on our on our sex obsessed culture by Sharonda J. Brown. This is the book she's reading, but uh, anyway. Dinner is from colonialism. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. I gotta go back because I fucking stopped it, but uh, anyway. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner is from colonialism and white supremacy. That when the European colonizers came and saw the indigenous people eating when they were hungry, they were like, they're savages, they are uncivilized. Because the white Europeans differentiated themselves from animals who would graze for their food when they were hungry by setting distinct meal times that correlated with time of day. And so that is why we eat three meals a day instead of just eating when we're hungry. Because the colonizers thought that that resembled animals too much. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. So... Fuck all that shit I eat when I'm hungry. <laughs> You're not gonna catch me, bitch. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, you gotta go against the system. If you can, just do it. Because it's all just created. And you know why it's all, you know who created all of the shit that we do? Other motherfuckers. Other humans. They didn't create, you know, the, um, the earth and all that shit was already here. But um, as far as everything that we do, it's uh, humans and humans have created it all and we continue to ruin each other's lives. <laughs> but uh, once again, man, we really are in an awakening right now. And so, you know, things will change. Things will get better. Things will get better. I cannot wait to go to Las Vegas in August. I'm supposed to be going back to EVO, the motherfucking game championship I told y'all about. I'm about to play Mortal Kombat. And they still supposed to be announcing a new Mortal Kombat game, which I can't even imagine what that shit going to look like. But I really want to go to um, EVO, and I was looking at all this Vegas shit to see what the hell do I do the next time I'm in Vegas. And... I came across this one uh, video of this girl talking about how she just goes and gets the leftover tickets out the slot machines because I told myself, I said, this time I might play some slot machines and actually put a significant amount of money in it just see if I come up because I am not a gambler. Do not like to lose a bunch of money at once. Might have said that before. But anyway, she was talking about how she goes to all these slot machines and get the leftover tickets that people be leaving. And so... Uh, she talking about this is a game I play at casinos or whatever. And, of course, everybody was letting her know that 
uh, casinos know exactly what that's called. And they don't like motherfuckers taking that extra money. And they call them ticket miners. And I'm like, of course, everybody, they always got a name and a label for some shit, especially in, in relation to money, you know? And uh, <laughs> it's just funny because she posts this and now everybody in the comments telling her how much of a crime it is. And she's just like, I don't give a shit. I didn't get kicked out and I don't plan on going back there. And <laughs> they tell her too. They told her about getting kicked out of this casino because the security will see that and blah blah blah. And she was like, "I feel like they should be more concerned about people counting cards than harassing other customers." <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know how many more people count cards, but you know, it's just too much money in Vegas. Honestly, I would just uh, do a little turning of the blind eye. I thought about that the other day because I was like, what if we all just did things the way when I say the way we want, I don't mean just fuck around and fuck shit up. I mean, stop listening to the corporate shit and just let's kind of live like we intend to live, you know, like how she for example, she said she think that they should be focused more on the uh, the other shit or whatever. OK, yeah. Why don't y'all why don't y'all actually do that? Let the the people go ahead and clean up them other tickets, get money from that, whatever, while you can catch the big fish. Don't cops do that already anyway? Like, don't they already do that when people steal shit or rob or do whatever, you know, and be like, oh, I'm not going to take this guy to jail with the with the little joint because we got some big fish to catch. We got to get the big fish. They love saying the big fish, too, because that's what they do. They fucking fishing <laughs> for uh, uh, people uh, cr uh, doing crimes. God damn, I couldn't get that shit out. <laughs> but, yeah, they out there. They I thought that the cops wanted to catch the big fish, but that's the thing, man. Sometimes the people who don't have no life, um, like the security, like that's their whole thing. And it's funny because when people say, uh, that person don't have no life. Sometimes they really don't. And so when they come to work, this they are like too serious about it. Been there for 10 years and ain't got no benefits, no nothing. Speaking of that, I've been at my job for seven years. Don't applause. Because that's not an applause. I've been there for a long time because guess what? The money's good. The flexibility is good. That's what it is. I don't have to explain that shit. But when they call you out about a seven year anniversary of your job and shit, you start thinking about like what, you know, I didn't ask for nothing, but you're like, so how much longer am I going to fucking be here? Cause my whole thing, I told people anyway, and I mean, I'm still on that, on that thing. That's why we doing this goddamn podcast. But I told people that, that was going to be my last job because honestly, if I'm already making good money and the money just has not stopped for fucking seven years, that's the only place I ever worked with where it's just consistently either getting busier or never got any less than what I've been making, you know? Um, so we sticking around and trying to get the money doing it that way, but it's all good. I will continue to be there until I do other things and 
I mean, that was the intention in the first place. And I said, I was just going to let it be my fucking last job. So that's all that matters. But guys, we made it and we did that. So we're going to continue on. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, you guys can catch me. Um, you can fucking follow me on IG and all that shit. And stay tuned. For those of you, uh, tickets are definitely selling right now. They're almost done. So for the cookout. And I will see y'all then. Let us on the menge. <laughs> Anybody who get that reference to know. <laughs> Peace.